Hey everyone. Um, this is Steve here, and I'm also with uh, our usual co-hosts, Kathy and Kim. I want to apologize to our listeners for um, not releasing an episode last week. Uh, today is June 9th, and uh, well, that, that's important because a lot of stuff has been happening in the world. And, uh, and to acknowledge these things, uh, namely the murder of George Floyd and police brutality and all the other injustices uh, in our broken system here in America, um, we just want to take a moment to acknowledge uh, that, but also all the great work that people have been doing. Kim, I know you and Kathy also like have been uh, working around the clock doing mm-hmm. what you can. So, uh, and, and I as well have been as well. And we've been a little bit busy and caught up. So that's my half apology. Sorry, not sorry about not having an episode for you guys last week. Um, a half apology, but a full stand in solidarity with yeah. Black Lives Matter and everything they're trying to accomplish. Yes, yes. Absolutely. Or everything we're trying to accomplish, I should say. Uh, it's not only their issue, it's our issue um, that we should work towards. It's an issue that affects everybody, right? Mm-hmm. And especially yeah. as Asian Americans, um, for us all, it's really important for us to definitely be showing up and doing everything that we can, uh, not only to be protesting and to being on the ground and to be calling our elected officials, but also to be uh, looking at ourselves and uh, seeing what we can do internally uh, to dismantle white supremacy in our lives um, and to how to educate ourselves to be more anti-racist every day. Mm-hmm. And whatever you guys are doing out there, we are right here in this fight with you and we're totally supporting you all the way. And if you're feeling a little hopeless or maybe a little lost, uh, there will be a bunch of resources in our show notes. So please check those out for things you can do, places you can donate. Um there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot to do. So, And there's a lot everyone's dealing with. Uh, and I deal with some of this stuff by escaping into a nice K-drama, uh, which I hope it sounds like you know most of you guys do as well. So um, <laughs> yeah, we just wanted to take that moment. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, and hope you guys enjoy the show. You're listening to... It's a me, Steve. <laughs> I love that musical opening. It's Kathy. It's Cam. Yes. Welcome back to episode seven of the Korean drama podcast. Did I just say podcast? I'm feeling out of it. Well, bit. there are some bods in this that is drama. Tr- so <laughs> It's not not a podcast. I can always <laughs> rely on you guys to, to make the hottie reference. That's what you're going for, right? You can always rely on us to objectify the men in the Korean drama. Oh, mm, happy mm. to. Happy, happy to fulfill to. that job. Such a snack. Such a snack, these men. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, all right. Where, should, where do we begin? So much kind of happens, yet at the same time, doesn't? I feel like I that's agree. the story of every episode we've seen. So much <laughs> yeah. and yet so little. Uh-huh. Uh, so still no secret garden, although we have body switched. So Blazers is, has walked in on Grunge Princess and Richie Rich in a compromising position just as we left last episode. Um, and she kind of says she realizes they're romantically slash sexually involved, but like, didn't she know that? Right. From last episode. But Richie is like denying it. He pushes grunge off of him and blazers negs grunge for being poor again. The body of blazers. Oh, I mean, bo- sorry, the, the body of Richie pushes off. <laughs> I mean, off. also right. the body of blazers. Yeah. And blazers in this entire time doesn't blink. Not a once <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. do I see this woman's eyes close and open again. I feel that it's very impressive. It is. It's, it's very powerful that she mm-hmm. doesn't blink. It makes it's a little me, scary. It a makes me move. more. Yeah, it makes me more intimidated by her because I'm like, wow, your eyeballs don't even get dry. Like, I can't relate. I am but a fallible human. Yeah. She also, also does that thing where she doesn't blink, but also kind of like gives you this weird smile like. I might kill you any second kind of a look, you know? Yeah. A little bit yeah, of a fembot yeah. vibe. Yeah. And <laughs> she she also doesn't really um she doesn't really yell. She's very like Miranda Priestly in mm-hmm. Devil Wears Prada, Steve. That's another movie reference. Um, <laughs> <laughs> vaguely but, remember that. But she's just like, she's like, I'm going to talk very quietly, and that's how I command the attention. You mm-hmm. listen to me. I'm Blazers. I am here to ruin everyone's life. The end. However, what was a weird thing that happened was at the end, she was like, more or less, she was saying, you still have a chance with me, though, Richie Rich. Yeah. Right. And then throughout the episode, she like keeps referencing after she's married. Mm-hmm. And I assume that's like a, a reference to her scheme becoming a success. And honestly, like, I don't know how Korean dramas, like, end, but it feels like to me that maybe Blazers is going to serial kill Richie Rich before he has the chance to serial kill Grunge Princess, because she does kind of give off that vibe as well. I do feel that's a very astute observation. Mm -hmm. Like, if I can't have you, then no one can, that kind of thing. Yeah. 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 And women can be serial killers, too. So That's right. Thank you, female screenwriter, for the representation. For the representation. (laughs) You're going to inspire me and Kathy. Mm -hmm. You never know. You never know. I mean, one thing that is kind of empowering is Blazers employs the whole uh, visualization technique of, of, you know, act like you already own your goals or have achieved your goals. Is that how it works? Right. Mm -hmm. The secret. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's like my husband. Yeah. Yeah. Projecting. We've seen it since episode one, because even in episode one, she was like, well, I'm going to be the wife of the CEO of this department store one day. So I'm just going to start going around and telling people that they can't be here anymore. Mm-hmm. Very and then at bossy. The end, she always closes with a, a, a random bit of English. This time it was. Yeah. A, Excuse me. What she finds out, John Mayer has gone back to Seoul. Yeah. Oh. Which, like, yeah. get a girl, you know, like, if you are taking the time to learn another language, that is very hard and show it off whenever you can. <laughs> yeah, I mean, totally flexing I say, that Rosetta Stone. Yeah. yeah. I do say <laughs> the four Korean words I know whenever mm-hmm. I have the opportunity to do so. What are those words? Truly. Um, when I when I go to uh, HK Market, uh, 
I when I go to any uh, Korean store, um, I wait to see um, if I think that the other person thinks that I'm Korean. And sometimes they do and sometimes they don't. And like sometimes very confidently, they're like, and I'm like, and then sometimes they're like looking at me and it like I'm obviously um, filtering this through my own uh, insecurity. But like sometimes it feels like they're really side eyeing me like she like kind of looks Korean, but like obviously she has tattoos and has an attitude that really Mm. screams that she was raised in Iowa. Uh, (laughs) So we don't know what's happening here. I mean, you know, Koreans, a lot of Asians, I think, do employ that thing. I think it's called physiognomy, where you judge people. Where you, you, the, the belief is that you can tell somebody's personality just by looking at their face. I 100% mm. think that, that Korean people can tell that even if they're like, oh, yeah, she looks like she's Korean. They're like, she looks like she's Korean, but she looks like she has a white person's name. And she looks like she has tattoos that we don't approve. <laughs> and she's from Iowa. And she's from Iowa. And all those things are true. That's and you amazing. can tell that just from looking at your face. And you can tell that just from looking at my face. Mm-hmm. I was, I, sorry, this is dumb, but I, I was, uh, got their, they're known for their potatoes, right? No. That's no? Idaho, Steve. Oh, sorry. My bad. My bad. <laughs> well, speaking of Iowa, I want to see more hottie because hottie's <laughs> back. Oh, my God. Here he is. He is back. Oh, and he is working this leather blazer. Mm-hmm. Excuse hello. me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Hello. Another order right here, Hi. please. Hello. He's got an interesting <laughs> outfit on. I had to note. Uh, like everyone else is in full, full on bundled winter winter gear. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Hottie's too hot for that. He doesn't no, need no, all no. that bundled. Yeah, he's ra- he's radiating heat off of his mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got and that low cut Henley. Yeah. This is like second most interesting outfit of the episode. We'll get to his most interesting outfit later. I don't know if you guys clocked it the way I did. I don't think no. that I did, but we'll I, get to can't, it. I can't wait to <laughs> try to remember it. Mixed media fashion moment. Mixed media. We'll get oh, my there. goodness. Oh my okay. God. So Hottie and his crew, including Grunge Princess and Richie Rich, are getting off the airplane in Seoul. I guess the music video is canceled. Um, Grunge is full on wearing a cape now. She's like a new person. Hmm. Yeah. Wh- uh, where did this cape come from because she can't have been carrying it around there's no way because i thought that she gotten all of her she left all of her clothes at the spa but then they went back for them but at no point have we seen her wearing anything that even remotely resembles a cape yeah it's very like elegant and doesn't seem to fit her wardrobe style no i like wonder if she like stole it grunge the body stole it you know Maybe Grunge the Soul, like when she was still in her body, borrowed it from her roommate because oh. she was trying to like, she was like, oh, I'm going to like really try to impress John Mayer. Oh, yeah, so I'm going to like wear my right. best outfit. I was thinking that maybe now that it's Richie Rich inside of uh, Grunge's body, he still knows his like ATM pin code and just probably mm. just withdrew some money. Um, but I like your yeah. your take on it better. That seems more plausible. I could really be stra- like inventing here, though. I mean, they don't give us much to work off of. So this is what we have to do. 
That is yeah. true. And I have I have I have other grievances mm. similar to this that will come up later in the episode. There yeah. was something interesting from that scene though cuz uh she comes out of the plane drenched in sweat or right. grunge's body does. Right. So that implies I guess that uh Richie Rich's his claustrophobia or whatever his thing <gasps> is transfers oh. to her physical body. Well, that makes sense yes. because a lot of like that stuff is is mental. mental. Just the same as we talked about, I think, last episode that I assume that now uh, Richie, the body, is able to do all these stunts because even though it is like muscle stuff, it's so much of knowing where to move your muscles and how your body works and mm. where you need to be to be safe. Especially that you have to do it safely. Mm. But... I don't blame him for, or I don't blame Grunge the body for getting claustrophobic and coach because they make coaches seats so small these days. I agree 100%. Like I have no legs. Like my body is 80% torso and I have no room. I agree. I'm five foot two. And anytime I sit in any seat anywhere, I'm like, how is anyone bigger than me dealing with this? What I have to do is sit on the aisle seat and then just spread my leg out into the aisle Mm -hmm. and then have it just run over every every so often by the the, the, the cart the food but are you, are you are you even able to sit in the seat and have like your your knees like up regularly like regular style and they're not like jammed into the seat in front of you are you even comfortable i think my, my knees basically i'm six foot so my knees basically touch the front pocket the seat pocket um if i'm like completely sitting like a robot so what I have to do is I have to like do the man spreading thing and kind of like spread my legs mm. to get that angle in. And, you know, every inch counts. Every wow. inch counts. Every inch counts. That's what they say. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they say. So grunge is acting super weird uh, and like wants to skip work or whatever because Hottie's telling her to meet back at the action school. Richie is horrified and pulls her away to talk. Um, and they go to Richie's house and they discuss like where they're going to live, who's going to work or not. And they don't really come to a conclusion because they're interrupted by uh, Richie's great Gatsby-esque mom. <laughs> mm. oh, yes, yeah. Daisy is back. Mm. Daisy Ridley is here and she is Daisy pissed. Daisy Ridley is here and she's pissed. She does not like Grunge Princess. No. Think Definitely she's poor. Not. How is she even just, what's amazing with these Korean dramas is like the worst person, the person you don't definitely don't want to be sitting like in in earshot, listening to what you have to say, always somehow appears in the next like scene where they cut the, you know, they pan the camera out. How is it that nobody noticed her in that bright pink, what's she wearing, like bright pink? Neon purple, like she's definitely wearing a fur, wearing a fur coat. coat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> against a completely white and glass house. Yeah, somehow nobody noticed that, but you know. But also happens. to be to be fair to them, they have switched bodies and they mm-hmm. are in crisis mode. So right. they have the bigger things to worry about. Give I will the give them a little bit. Doubt. Yeah, I'll give them a little bit of the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Well, uh, Mama Daisy Ridley is here and she is pissed. <laughs> She has also been rummaging through his house. She has found a closet full of women's clothes and assumes that Grunge Princess is living with Richie Rich. I was shocked. Um, cause I get, I, but I guess I shouldn't have been shocked because we did see him ask the women that were working at the department store to package up all of the clothes and he, he was going to pay for them or he indicated at his credit card. Um, and I guess that was enough. Um, 
But I was surprised that he was, again, like, hey, Arnolding her and built a closet or a section in his closet for her. Especially if he knows his mom routinely looks through his closet. And even if That's pretty he annoying. does How old is he? I know. Yeah, how old do we think that they are? I don't think we've discussed this. I, I would assume probably if the mom's like hounding them to get married already and setting up marriage dates for their for her son, then he must be like maybe like early 30s. That's Late what I was 20s, guessing. Early, seems 30, early 30s probably. Yeah. 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 But what's so, amazing also is that um, the clothes that happen to be you know, you know, in the earlier scene, Richie Rich and it's just what seems like a fit of like passion just t- grabs random clothes and tosses them on the floor. But it turns out he was actually very deliberate about what he picked. So he, he like has like a really quick, sharp eye for what he uh, wants Grunge Princess to wear. It's the I mean, exact he, same clothes from the mm, mall. Yeah, he is extremely particular. Mm, he mm. planned it all along, it almost seems like. Yeah, and Grunge Princess, the soul, clocks this too. She recognizes the clothes from her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the clothes that I threw on the floor? Yeah. Yeah. I carefully picked them out to throw them on the floor. Also, like, it's not that impressive to buy something from your own store. No. That's true. He gets, like, the manager discount, doesn't he? Yeah. It is creepy to, like, hold on to them and, like, hold on to them for her, but... You know, as someone whose love language is gift giving, I'm I gotta say it's not that impressive. <laughs> Your love language is receiving gifts? Uh it's mostly gift giving. I really enjoy giving gifts. Oh, you like to gifts. give gifts? Yes. Okay. I yes, also like really. to give gifts. Yeah. yeah. Does that mean you also like to receive gifts? Mm, I mean, I'll receive a gift. I'm not gonna turn down a gift. <laughs> <laughs> but I think acts of service is probably like my receiving love language. Mm, acts of service. I see. Yeah, I think my giving is acts of service and my receiving is like, I think words of affirmation. Ooh, that's, that's a good. good. One. You would not do well with Richie Rich. No. No, <laughs> no. he's the opposite. His, I, I'd be tortured. His mm. love language is none. He didn't learn it. He hasn't downloaded that Rosetta Stone. No. He's not on that Duolingo. Mm, definitely not. I mean, living... Under a mom like that would be just utter torture. Yeah, she's like too involved and she definitely has some choice words to say to Grunge Princess the body. Uh, And Grunge Princess the body and Richie Rich the body drive away, presumably to drop off Grunge Princess at her home. And they switch back bodies momentarily. So this is another trope. I did not like this. I was like, what the hell's going on? It's so confusing. I don't want to be I don't want to be hoodwinked by the show that has already bamboozled me twice because there's no secret garden and the body switching didn't happen until like episode six. Yeah. I mean, wasn't that part of a visual metaphor? I think so, but it happens, uh, spoiler alert, happens more than once in this episode. So I think mm-hmm. it's a trope that they'll like switch back at like important moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I got to say, for the purposes of podcasting about it, it is very inconvenient. And <laughs> yeah, just like definitely. for watching it, I was like, what the hell's going on here? Yeah. Uh, because the show is so wild that I was like, 
oh my God, so did they switch back and then they're going to keep switching and what's going on? And was the mom, did the moms, because it was, because it was grunge's, like possibly grunge's dad who switched them in the first place with his weird witch wine. Like, is it because they've now encountered Richie's mom that they switched back? And like, I was full of conspiracy theories before I realized that it was just a, that was just a visual trick. Literally just a trick oh so God. that we could see Richie apologize for his mother's behavior and say he was grateful that he could take the brunt of the mm. yelling. Right, right, right. So oh. he's kind of showing that he really cares yes. for grunge despite his, you know, yeah. making cold ways. Perhaps it's a moment for them to discuss like what they honestly feel because grunge does also say that whatever Richie says to her hurts three times more than whatever his mom would say to her. That mm. is true. And mm. I guess from that perspective, I can understand why they switch them back to their actual bodies um, so that you can really feel the full. Like the a heartfelt conversation. Yeah. Yeah. The heart to heart. The <gasps> truth. I have a mm. prediction. Oh, my they God. Have mm. to start being completely honest to each other to switch bodies back. Oh, what? That's my prediction. I we'll love that prediction. <clears throat> That's interesting. I'm we'll very into it. I thought it was the only way back was to just get drunk off of that wine again. I mean, that could happen, too. Who knows? <laughs> or what if they don't switch back? Honestly, fine with that, too. <laughs> I'm happy I with did, any outcome. I did think I was like, okay, like, what if, if I switch bodies with somebody, like, okay, like, uh, would I would I be would I be okay with that? I mean, no, right? You know, we wouldn't be okay with that, but. I don't know what what I wrote this down because I wanted to ask you guys, what would you do if you body switched and follow up question, would you tell someone? And this is assuming that this happens like like right now in the world that we live in, Mm -hmm. not in a Korean drama. Uh, I would absolutely tell, you know, people who I feel like I can trust. And you think they would that they would they would believe you? <sighs> That's a good question. What if they like look at me like I'm crazy and they're like, "No, Steve, you need to go to bed." Oh, Steve, I have something to tell you. Mm-hmm. I'm actually not Kathy. I body switched. Wait, are you <laughs> Kim in Kathy's body? Oh, okay. You believed it way harder than I thought you would. Because <laughs> if you told that to me, legit, I'd be like, "Weird joke, dude." Well. Uh, I was kind of excited because at least I know what's going on with us three. <laughs> if somebody told me they body switched, I'd be just like, actually, I really don't know. Like my first reaction is that I'd want, I I would want to think that I'd be like, no, you didn't like stop. Why are you like being nuts? But also I feel like I'm the kind of person that would be like, oh, oh my, oh my God. Are are you okay? Um, what can we do? Okay, let's, <laughs> so uh, okay, does anybody know which? Who could we call? Like, okay, mm. this is Los mm. Angeles. Like, are there any, like, this, uh, this type of people that can switch you back? Like, that's no. my love language is I would try to help you switch back <laughs> if you told me that you had body switched with somebody. So, you guys, it's safe. You can DM me. And if you tell me that you body switched, wow, I'll get on the phone. Kim will find a, a Korean shaman. I mean, you know what? Now that I think about it. Korean shamans are kind of known for, uh, you know, they they tap into the spirit world and then 
they communicate with them so that they can communicate uh, using this, the shaman's body as like a conduit. And maybe this is kind of like a, uh, like a couple steps removed analogy of that, this whole secret garden body switching thing. Maybe. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. But also, it could also just be a ploy to show how women feel when they get dragged by the wrist by men. Because mm-hmm. uh, now, now we're seeing... Well, it's kind of weird because we see Grunge Princess grabbing Richie Rich's wrist as he would to girls, but we still know that it's him on the inside. How do you guys feel about it? Is there some sort of feeling of like... Yeah, just grab him. But we know that it's really Richie Rich inside the body. Does that make any sense? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think, well, I think it's interesting to see like Hadi and crew see that change and like, mm-hmm. but they think it's weird. They're not like, yeah, women's lib, you know, they're like, oh. They're like, what the hell's wrong with these people? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. Or alternatively, they like accuse her of being more aggressive now that she's dating a rich dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is true. Later in the episode, um, Sunbay or one of the other ones is like, now that she has a rich boyfriend, she thinks that she can like wear high heels and uh, honestly a very cute outfit mm-hmm. uh, to come to Richie work. Rich is actually pretty stylish for a guy trapped in a, a woman's body. Well, he runs a mall, you know, he has to have some fashion sense. Right. Mm. But okay. then again, where did she get these clothes from? Again. Well, those clothes later on, I think, are the clothes that the mom threw at the ground. Oh, right. She, yeah. she does bring all those shopping bags in. You're right. You're right. I forgot. Oh. But okay, let's back up. Let's yes, back up. Yes. I think we've gotten ahead of ourselves. Oh, so yeah, yeah, they, yeah. we had the brief back in our original bodies moment. We are back to having been body switched. They sit under a tree and they have Mm -hmm. their little Anastasia, if I can learn to do it, you can learn to do it moment where (laughs) Grunge Princess the Body teaches Richie the Body about Richie's family. It was a nice Mm -hmm. tutorial, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Laid out with a chart and everything. Yeah, Yeah. they like literally put it up there for us to be like, oh, this is how everyone's related. Right. That would have been helpful in Game of Thrones if they did something Mm. like that. I... I, I appreciated the shot. I took a screenshot of it, actually. I was like, oh, these are the relations. <laughs> if Sometimes only, you just... Go ahead. Oh, if only someone in Game of Thrones had body switched so that they could have this moment. Mm-hmm. Truly. I mean, we do have body switching in Game of Thrones. Let's not forget. The one, the Red Witch. Oh, She yeah. body switches, doesn't she? And then also Sansa. Oh, spoiler alert. If you haven't seen Game of Thrones. I don't I've even never know why seen we're Game of Thrones. About. You haven't? Oh, shit. No. Never mind. But you couldn't spoil it. it I, I'm not. No, I'm no, not no. This will be for you. Watch it all of Game of Thrones between now and the next episode, and we'll chat about it. We'll talk about it in okay, another okay, podcast. Okay, okay, okay. Cool. <laughs> Game of okay, Thrones cool. podcast. Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> yeah. So they go through all the family, which I don't know if we want to go through or not, but they go through all the family, and it ends in grunge. Princess forbids Richie Rich from doing any business, especially dealing with John Mayer. Um... And then I had a question about mm-hmm. the family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. First of all, I thought it was very cute that the grandpa got matching scarves for him and his wife. Very I thought cute. that was adorable. Um, but I was confused then because then when they showed uh, Richie's aunt and when they showed the two sisters at the spot together, I was and he was like, this is my aunt. And I was like, is this John Mayer's mom or... Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. It's John Mayer's mom and uh, Richie's mom. 
But John Mayer's mom, it, so is the is that woman the same woman that came in and was like being very um uh not antagonistic, but the woman that at, at the family dinner was like really calling everybody out and I guess kind of being antagonistic. Is that the same woman? That's uh Oscar's mom? Um to be honest, I don't remember exactly. Because they said something about how she got her face done. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I feel like... Uh, well, okay, in this story and in this explanation, uh, Richie Rich does explain that um, Oscar's mom did get a lot of work done. Mm-hmm. Although right. in reality, I feel like in reality, the actor who plays Richie Rich's mom probably got more work done. Just to confuse everyone a little mm. bit. Mm. They really want us cringing our foreheads thinking about this. Yeah. yeah. And then get some, you know, Botox on our foreheads. Yeah. But that was <gasps> Oscar's mom. <laughs> yes, that was also Oscar's mom. Yeah, Oscar's mom and Richie Rich's mom uh, chilling at the sauna together, yet fighting each other at the same time. Mm-hmm. They do and some sort of what? Necklace, jewelry contest, yes. show off contest yeah, or something. Their jewelry battle. Who has the uh, most yeah. expensive jewelry? Oh, yeah, yeah. While they're sitting next to each other. I don't know why yes. they have to do that. Yeah. And we also why found not? out that Director Park is not the new, the grandpa's new wife's son, but her brother, her younger brother. Right. Yes. Yes. Tight, tight, tight. Yep, yep. So after this whole Ancestry.com spiel, Grunge mm-hmm. Princess forbids Richie from doing any business, especially dealing with John Mayer. And Grunge Princess threatens that if he does do anything unseemly for him, she's going to go to Hottie and, quote, ask him to, quote, do you want to ride the flood tides with me? Yes. I also wrote yeah, down yeah, yeah. that exact quote. I had, I was like, this is insane. What a pickup line. What does that even mean? I took note of that as well. And I was like, I actually looked it up. I don't, to my knowledge, I don't know. That's a common saying or not. Uh, was I the translation strange? Like, was this one of the moments it's like the translation is not really, doesn't really work? Um, I mean, it's it's kind of the same. I, I think the translation is kind of, it's got that uh, innuendo about riding the wave or, you know, or riding somebody, you know, that kind of thing. I get riding. It's the flood tides thing that really trips me up. Like logistically, what is that? I, I mean, know. maybe he's just, maybe 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 uh, grunge the body really just wants to go surfing. Maybe she's being very literal. He, you know, Hottie looks like a surfer. He probably surfs. That is true. He does it all. Mm-hmm. What <laughs> oh, can't God. he do? What? Whoa, I feel the flood tides do. coming on already. Jeez. <laughs> Calm down. Get a towel. Here they come. Another quote that I wrote down that happened just before that is uh, Richie, uh, Richie, the soul in grunge's body says, don't make that expression with my face, which he's also said before. And I find it very funny. Mm. Mm -hmm. Classic body switch humor. The cute face. The, the flirty face? Is that what he's referring to? Because she calls she... him Oppa, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Oh, with... yeah, yeah. Yeah, he does what's called Egil. Have you heard of that? Yeah, Tim? I have heard of Egil. Yeah, yeah. What is it? Just... I don't know. Egil. Ah, oh, cute. Yeah, it being like cutesy, like, mm. like kind of almost to a disgusting level. Kim did it and the podcast listeners will never see it, but it was very cute. 
Mm. I mean, it was very cute. It was short and concise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Richie also reveals, and Richie the body reveals that Grunge Princess the Soul does not have a family to teach Richie or Richie's soul about. And I was like, that's not true. We saw that pantyhose filled with your dad's bones. Yeah, like that needs some explanation. <laughs> okay. So I mean, we haven't we haven't have confirmed yet that it was the bones, but I mean, at this point, that's all we have. That's uh, what else could it be? What I else th- could it be? Each episode, it, just- it actually becomes more plausible that it is just bones. <laughs> I'm not going to rule anything mm-hmm. out. You simply cannot at this point. No, definitely not. Um, and they also decide in this moment that they'll keep their own cell phone so that they can text the people they need to text. Mm, yeah, I started worrying about that plan. I was like, this is not airtight. Things mm. could happen. Yeah, no. I mean, none of this is airtight. <laughs> but this is the first time they've ever body switched, so they're still feeling things out, you know? They're still feeling things out. out. And luckily for all of us, we are learning so much so mm-hmm. that if any of us ever body switches, we're going to be way better mm-hmm. equipped. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Yes. I know what not to do. So meanwhile, John Mayer's manager and Blazers arrive at Seoul and they're lying their asses off on the phone trying to quell the rumors that the music video shoot got canceled. Um, They're not doing a good job. And Blazers demands that the manager goes to speak to John Mayer and fix everything. Hmm. And he ends up in John Mayer's house, raiding his home like he's on an episode of Law & Order SVU. (laughs) Finally, he takes his passport and car keys because John Mayer is trying to leave again. Mm -hmm. As he always does when these kind of things happen. Yeah. Yeah. And just as a side note, I love that Olska has uh, pop art of himself Mm. all over. This is the first time I noticed it. And I was like, Mm mm-hmm. I, where can I buy this? Oscar Warhol. Warhol yeah. Oscar Warhol. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know you've made it. Definitely. If you have when like a Warhol. You, yeah, you can Warhol yourself. yourself. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, also in this moment, the manager threatens to fire John Mayer if he does anything funny again. And he also says his career is dying, which seems so crazy because he always has fans everywhere around him. Right. Yeah. Doesn't seem like he's really in any danger of, you know, losing his career. Yeah. I don't know. And there's been times when uh, I think Richie Rich even pointed out, like, when they were at making their bet, which I, you know, we'll revisit in a little bit. Mm-hmm. But because I forget what the bet be- when they went mountain biking was about. What was the bet? Um, <laughs> I didn't remember. Either. I don't remember yeah. either. When they brought it up, I was like, what bet? Yeah, literally. And then I was like, uh, uh, uh. Uh, oh, so okay. So you, we oh, we all forgot what the bet was. Well, I think that I think that one of them was like I, I think that Richie was like, uh, if I win, you leave Gilraim alone or something like that. Mm. And then Oscar was like, if I win, something that probably only services him and doesn't have anything to do with. I think he else. got the room right. John Mayer said oh. he would give up his room. Yeah. Oh. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So this comes into play later. But for now, Grunge Princess is dropped off at her apartment. Richie leaves. 
French princess is, you know, whatever, disgusted by the apartment because it is, of course, Richie's soul. And then the roommate comes in and he is perving out over her boobs again. Again. I wrote this down again. I was like, where is this coming from? There's no continuity for this. We've not seen Richie, the soul in Richie, the body ever perving out at any women. The only reaction that we've seen to him having towards women is critical. We have not seen him even have a positive reaction just to a woman's body. Like he hasn't even said to anybody, wow, your body is super hot, but actually you're not rich. Like he doesn't say any of that. He's so condescending to all women. He almost seems asexual when he was in his own body in previous episodes. And now suddenly he's a boobs dude. Yeah. It kind of feels a little hacky, doesn't it? Just kind of like, whoa. Eyeballs bulging out at boobs. If you're going to be into boobs, you need to be consistent. Mm -hmm. Please be into boobs early on. Please let us know that you're into boobs early on so that we can know to look for it. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, we're going to say it's inauthentic, even if that Mm -hmm. is true. Yeah, I agree. And the roommate reveals a lot of things. Like she teases grunge for having the richie rich buy her clothes because grunge princess walks in with all these clothes um reveals that there are rumors going on at the department store amongst the employees and then she suggests that they go shower together which richie is stoked on because once again he is perving (laughs) and she she does that by just like unzipping her like skirt first (laughs) it's like yeah why does that not even taking it off just kind of like leaning so it stays on but like it's (laughs) yeah Yeah, a I mean, bit I, of a hacky I, I understand the, the that in your own home, though, you know, we all uh, unbutton our, the top button of our pants in our own home. So I was like, OK, this is just what she's doing. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I didn't clock that as weird, per se, especially since they seem to sleep in the same bed. It seems like they have a very close relationship. Like yeah. Siblings. Yeah. Yeah. And the roommate also reveals that she had a dream that Richie Rich, the body, was crying in his car and Grunge Princess was doing something else and that her father was watching. Mm. So she. Oh, I missed the father part. She confirms mm-hmm. that the witch was her was father. Grunge Princess's father. Oh, shit. Well, I mean, that confirmation is loose. It's, it's just. Right. By suggesting that what we've seen is actually what we think. Yes, because the roommate dreamed about it. So, yes, now that you're saying it, the confirmation is very soft. <laughs> but, <laughs> Angel soft. But everything else that happened in that was true. Mm-hmm. They were in the car together. They were speeding down the highway. So, yeah. And for all you know. we know, this whole time, Grunge Princess's father is like looking into like a cauldron of that medicinal wine, like seeing everything like a magic mirror or something. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I'll take it. I'll take that as a confirmation. Yeah. 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 It's as solid as uh, I think we're going to get. Yeah. So yeah. secretary Kim also comes in um, and he brought wine that I, or alcohol that was, I guess supposed to be for Richie, but I guess Richie didn't drink. I mean, this seems like a very assistanty thing that you like take stuff your boss doesn't want. Um, and he, yeah, you take the discards. Yeah, because it's going to go to the trash, so you might as well take it. Uh, and he gives it to the roommate. Uh, and so they are dating. So that cake was a Me Too You cake. Yeah, it's very... I don't understand <sighs> their relationship at all. Yeah. Um, Because it did... Again, this wasn't established before. So, like, I could also believe that I could also believe that they were already 
crushing on each other or had gone out on a couple of dates and then as part of a as part of his job then secretary kim was needing to throw this celebration for the roommate's five year anniversary or whatever it was. With and like just him though, without her friends. I don't know. It was so yeah. weird. Yeah. And that then, that and- episode definitely didn't make it feel like um she was happy with that surprise. Right. Yeah. But now but now it seems like they're like very, very close. Mm. Yeah, because then Rich well, Grunge the Body, who is in the apartment, texts from Richie's phone because it's Richie's soul, right? <laughs> so confusing. He texts Secretary Kim to be like, I know you're dating the roommate. And Secretary Kim freaks the fuck out. He's like, no, 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 no. That's not, I, it's a misunderstanding. They apparently have a very strong sexual harassment party and their policy and they're not allowed to date employees, which is great. Um, so he's denying it, which makes, grunge the body laugh in the corner and everyone thinks she's being very weird and then richie comes back in Mm -hmm. i mean again this is like an instance in which i was like what would i do in this situation if i was the roommate and these two people that i know are acting very strange and like very out of character like because also as the episode goes on they are being very sloppy. They're yes. being so sloppy, yes. so casual. It's yes. like, I mean, and it's not like they like have anything to get caught. You know, they're not, they're not doing anything. They're not trying to, to pull one over on anybody. Right. They've body switched, but it is weird that they're not trying to, to fade in more into the background or just stay in the roles that they generally stay in so that they don't raise red flags. But then at the same time, like maybe if you raise enough red flags, people will be like, did you guys body switch? Let's call Kim. Cause she's going to start calling around <laughs> Los Angeles. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It feels like, I mean, it would take so many things for me in my normal life to guess that someone I knew had body switched. So maybe they're just like, who cares? No one's going to guess, you know? Yeah. My yeah. justification would be that I think, you know, for example, lately we've been doing a lot of Zoom mm-hmm. calls and teleconferencing and all that. And then do you ever have that moment where you kind of forget that you're on camera mm-hmm. and you just start picking your nose and doing other stuff that you normally don't want people to, to see? Yeah. I think, yeah. I think they've reached that point where they're like, you know what? We've been stressed so much for so long in these different bodies. They don't even care anymore. They're just like, you know what? Yeah. We're going to do the that bare minimum fair. to just function until we figure something out. That is fair. That is fair. And that's what they're doing because Richie comes back to the apartment and has a bizarre conversation with the roommate where Mm. so weird. It's so weird. He tells her he cherishes her and he warns her to stay away from um, Grunge Princess because he knows she's being pervy right now. But like you would think that if you were close enough with your friend that you guys shower together and share a bed and you've been roommates for i can't remember how long that grunge the body says that she's lived in this apartment but it's been a while like you would think that your best friend in the whole world you could say hey i know this is gonna sound super crazy i really need you to believe me right now something very strange has happened and i have switched bodies and (sighs) and like hope for the best i think that's what i would do i think i would like disclose to the closest person to me 
this is so crazy, but I really, really need you to believe me right now. Yes. Why did they just say it like but that? Here's the thing, because it's not your best friend. Because like, if you're in the roommate's body, it's not Gil Raim who's telling you this. It's your like right. head head boss who's telling you this, who you don't really know that well. I would fully think you had snapped if you like <laughs> had come to me and said that and would like call someone. That is you know? true. That is true. And not someone Fine. who would help. Fine, but this is what you do then in that situation. Yeah. You do a, a, a test. And like, she does say, sorry, go ahead, go ahead. No, yeah, you do something like, oh, well, here's your birthday. How can I know all this stuff if I'm mm. really just the president of your, the, the mall and not right. your best friend? You and know? I don't rem- I don't remember exactly what it is that, that Gil Raim the Soul said, but she does say something um to the roommate that's like that like is something that only they would know and she's like that's something only we would know and then the roommate's like yeah how do you know that Mm. and like that's your end girl that's your end to be like oh my god this is so nuts but i drank this medicinal wine Mm. yeah but instead Uh. she doesn't tell her any of that she leaves it very open um and it's very confusing, and the roommate leaves thinking that Richie Rich is in love with her. Yes. Right. <laughs> Meanwhile, Secretary Kim is so stressed out. Poor dude. He thinks he's going to get fired. Or he but he's th- also he's also catching on. He's like something is weird. Yeah. yeah. And everyone's like a little suspicious of what's going on. Grunge Princess the body goes for a walk. Richie calls her because he can't get into his own house because he doesn't have the passcode. And Grunge Princess refuses to give it to him. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, yeah. oh, actually, so he's fiddling with the door. He can't get in. The maids catch him. And uh, Richie Rich asks the maids to point him in the direction of John Mayer's house. So he goes to John Mayer's house where he's p- playing a very intimate show to an empty living room on his piano. Mm-hmm. Um here I am, mm-hmm. more than you'll ever know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Something like that. Is this a famous K-pop song or is that? Uh, not to my knowledge. Mm. I don't know. I could be wrong. Did you just make it up? I just well, that was like the English version of a uh, version of that. Oh I, wow! Not, okay. not at all. Not at all. That was, that was great. Yeah. Oh, thank you. You Thanks. could be a failing pop star who has millions I'm of actually, fans. Oscar it's true. Steve's body. Whoa. Oh my God. See, we believed you wow. really immediately. <laughs> we were just like, sure. That's exciting. You know what? Well, I know who I'm going to when I have a body switch. <laughs> I was surprised how on board I was because I thought I wouldn't be. <laughs> but if John- you switch bodies, uh-huh. can you sing as well as your original body? Like if you're a singer like Oscar and Ooh, he that's switched a good- body. With like Richie Rich, would he still have the chops like in Richie Rich's body? I bet no, because it's such a muscle thing singing. Like a physical is. thing. That's right? yeah. true. Again, the muscle thing. Yeah. Hmm. So. So then that means then that Richie Rich is gonna really like eat it if he tries to do stunts in Grunge Princess's body. I one hundred percent because it's Richie's so. mind. Yeah, Richie doesn't know how to do any of this stunts, and he would hmm. never commit to a stunt. And we do also see this because later in the episode, we do see uh, Richie the body ride a motorcycle, which is not something that it has appeared that Richie the soul knows how to do. But it is something that we have seen grunge the body and grunge the soul do. Yes. 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 So while John Mayer and Richie are hanging out, John Mayer confesses he's in trouble. Richie reveals he is a fan because it is, of course, grunge princess, grunge princess's soul who is a fan. 
Um, and I very much enjoyed Hyun Bin's acting. He's great. Funny. He is a yeah. great actor. He's so funny as grunge princess. <laughs> he nails it. He's yeah, so yeah. funny. Yeah. Oscar's um, disgusted face and shocked and hor- horrified face is also pretty mm-hmm. amazing. Yes. He always just looks like he's like, somebody's trying to fucking trick me right now, <laughs> which is honestly how I feel when I'm watching the show. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but his face is just always like, he's so indignant all the time. He's like, someone is trying to hoodwink me in this mm-hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. He thinks his own cousins are trying to poison the food. Yes. That he just- <laughs> yes. Well, that, that was a moment where I was like, this is so uncharacteristic. Why are you cooking for him? You know that that's not something that Richie would ever do. Right. But mm-hmm. Grunge Princess can't help herself. She tells the maid to take the day off. She's going to do a Master mm-hmm. Chef finale and whip up mm-hmm. a true <laughs> six course meal for them yeah. to eat, which John Mayer thinks is poisoned, which is wild. So funny. But also he's his cousin. So maybe he is a serial killer. Cause like, if John Mayer's first thing is that you're trying to kill me, maybe he knows that Richie Rich is a serial killer. And I will be pushing the serial killer narrative mm. for the whole show. I mean, <laughs> uh, just as much as we are pushing the narrative that the pantyhose and Grunge's locker mm-hmm. were filled with her father's bones, I'm on board. Mm-hmm. The story is turning very dark very quickly. <laughs> it's already very dark. They drank some witch wine and they switched bodies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh. So in this scene, John Mayer also confesses that he's considering calling off the release of the seventh album, tells Richie to leave, and then stands on the dock in the fog like Robert Pattinson in The Lighthouse, which is another movie that no one has seen. Um, I've not seen that one. No, it's fine. It's good. Truly no one has. Uh, but just know that it happens in the movie. Copy that. Great. Uh, and John Mayer <laughs> has a flashback to earlier uh when he ran into Bernie Sanders at the airport. Mm, mm. Yes, Bernie mm-hmm. is back. Bernie, Bernie is back. Very back. briefly. He has found John Mayer's iPod because this is, of course, 2010. His MP3. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Bernie uh. negs John Mayer hard, saying he is not a good singer. He's handsome, so he should become an actor. But has Ooh, put that more. Is that is such a neg. Because yeah, he's yeah. also, he is an objectively good singer, even if you don't like his style of music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Such an egg. So gaslighty. Um, but he has pre, uh, he has put some more music on the iPod that he thinks John Mayer should listen to. Undoubtedly it's his music. I think so. Which he had refused to give his demo so far and John Mayer had wanted it. So perhaps he is giving in a little bit to John Mayer. Well, why do you think... What's going on here? Why is Bernie putting his own music? Like, why be? Why suddenly like give in to John Mayer? I would think. I think. Oh no! Go ahead. Yours is probably right. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm sure yours is right. No, Kathy's has something to do with Bernie wanting to kill mm-hmm. Oscar. <laughs> Turns out they're all serial killers. <laughs> they're all Turns out they're all serial killers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no, my theory is that um, Bernie does want Oscar to. Uh, to want to work with him or want to like be around him. I can't tell if it's like strictly a, a work relationship or if he's like into Oscar, but I think that he wants for Oscar to like come off his pedestal a little bit mm. um, and, and kind of meet him more on his level, which I think is fair. Like Bernie's grooming and training Oscar for Bernie, not the other way around. Yeah, in a way. Yeah, in a way. The tables yeah. have turned. And I love how Oscar's like, 
my biggest anti-fan is myself. Yes. That was so good. I, there were so many good quotes that I wrote down. Yeah, well, yeah. he also nags himself because he's like, joke's on you. I'm a bad actor. Yeah. He said, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He says, I'm not good at acting as well. Even my fans don't like my acting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and this was also after all the fans are around him mm-hmm. and Bernie while they're screaming at each other and Oscar sees them and he's like, Oh, my fans. And he like gets like his like pop star smile on and he's waving at them and they're like, we love you. And he's like, I love myself. And I loved everything about it. It was so Oscar. Yeah. It's very endearing in a, in a, in a strange way. Mm -hmm. I agree. Uh, And we are my biggest anti fan is myself. mm, A life lesson. Oh, that's so be nicer that's to very, yourself. Very, yeah. <laughs> but also preach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're back to the present where John Mayer is lounging in bed. His manager texts to say he and Blazers is on their way. So John Mayer legit just packs a bag and is out of there. With just like, it looks like scarves. Mm-hmm. Like it looks like he's just like grabbing a bunch of scarves. <laughs> you need scarves when you're running away. I mean, Yeah. <laughs> But he runs into Richie, who is still locked out of his house. He grabs Richie's car keys so he can leave and tells Richie that the passcode to his own house is his ideal woman's measurements. Mm. So pervy. Kim is Kim is like. It is unbelievable. It makes no sense to the character. Yes. You're I, absolutely uh, right. The continuity. Also, did you guys I catch the measurements? 36, it, 24, 34. That is a big-breasted lady. And a teeny <laughs> tiny waist. Yeah, like, tiny you waist. can't hold yourself up. 24 is like, you're little. Yeah. yeah. And a 36, what was it? 26, 36, 36 24. 24, 34. I mean... Find you a cartoon character, I guess. That's yeah, like, that's a literal hourglass, isn't it? Well, thirty because uh, hourglass would be thirty six, twenty four, thirty six. Because okay, be so it's even. a couple inches uh, tapered. But it means your hourglass. boobs are like way bigger than your butt. Mm. And that also doesn't seem to be the kind of person that Richie is into. No, I couldn't tell you what kind of person it seems like he's into, but he like. From when he, do you guys remember in one of the earlier episodes when he was uh, in his library or whatever, and he's sitting there on the couch by himself, and he's like, "Why am I thinking about this woman?" And she keeps appearing in these different outfits. Mm-hmm. Like none of those women looked like that. I mean, I suppose grunge doesn't look like that, but I'm just like, where's the justification for this? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Hmm. What's even more confusing is that uh, those measurements are exactly grunge's roommates measurements apparently i mean i guess that makes sense because she is also a very big breasted woman has a tiny tiny waist it just seems like a very confusing bit that they force in here doesn't it yeah Mm. i just think they didn't think through the character like the the truth of the character i don't think Mm. they thought it through like it seems like <sighs> Richie's house passcode would be something that's like how much money he makes in an hour yeah, or something. Yeah, how much money he makes in an hour or something like you that. You know what? Maybe this is all part of the the plan. We're slowly getting to see different facets and elements of Richie Rich. We thought he was one person and the whole purpose of this whole drama is to show that 
he is not who we thought he was. So he can perhaps. get his body back when he like loud and proud admits he likes boobs. I think that's the point. <laughs> yeah. That's I the guess. lesson that he's mm-hmm. that that's the lesson that he's needing to learn. It's just simply that it's okay to like boobs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he has not learned this yet. And they are still body switched. And Richie the body gives himself a self-guided cribs tour of Richie's house, which is beautiful and modern. Except his bed is like kind of small for a rich person's, but I'll let it go. Yeah, it's like a massive chaise lounge that has a futon on top. Yeah, it it was it it looked out of place. Mm. It was very interesting. Mm -hmm. I also just want to say I want to I want to shout out John Mayer um, in just the moment before when he was outside with Richie, Mm -hmm. because uh, when Richie is like, I can't remember the passcode to my house because I am so stressed out. Immediately, John Mayer is just like, oh, my gosh, if you can't remember, like he was not judgmental at all. He was just like, are you OK? You need to talk to your therapist about mm-hmm. this. Like you need to go get help. And he's still like grabbing his car keys and stealing his car. Mm-hmm. But he's like, I care about you and you need to like take care of yourself. And I really appreciate it. Yeah, that was very moment. sweet. Yeah, just call the Even doctor. Though, mm-hmm. Yeah, don't don't try to tough it out or whatever. Yeah, right. Even though he was rabbit in the eyes trying to steal his car keys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna steal your car. You go see your doctor. Bye. <laughs> but it just goes to show we all have ta- time to take uh, to care about each other. You know, mm. that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, family is family. I suppose at that the end is of the day. yes. Mm. So Richie also texts Hottie an apology from Grunge's phone because it is Grunge's soul, uh, and right. she apologizes for her behavior at the airport, which I feel like she's going to be doing a lot. If they're continuing to body switch. Mm. Meanwhile, Grunge Princess the body can't sleep because the mattress sucks, I guess. And also it smells. Uh, And also the roommate is like hardcore cuddling with her. But also both of them are still wearing like regular street clothes. Yeah. Can they not wear pajamas? What's going on here? Yeah. The cleanliness, the cleanliness is, is it's not there. No. So maybe it does smell. Maybe I'm being unfair to Richie. Maybe it does smell. But like at least put on a different pair of clothes to go to sleep and don't wear tights to sleep. That's not comfortable Oh at my all. God. You're going to give yourself a UTI. Ooh. 100%. Yikes. Yeah. Or a yeast infection. Yeah. Oh take care God. of yourself. Yeah. Take care of yourself. <laughs> Guys, stop. <laughs> take care of yourself. Okay. Yeah. We care uh, about you. Wow. If you're about to go to sleep mm-hmm. wearing wool tights, just, just. Don't do it. I'm learning a lot. Just don't do it. <laughs> so now I know. Yes. Now you know. Mm. The more you know. Mm-hmm. The more you know. <laughs> With the shooting star. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Richie also can't sleep, and he sees that Richie the soul had put Grunge's motorcycle key on the bedside table. So she, Grunge the soul now realizes that Richie had looked for her motorcycle key. Mm-hmm. In his lake. In his lake that he threw into his lake. In episode mm-hmm. four, I think. Yeah, a couple episodes mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. With the fake box of a vacuum. Yes, not a vacuum. The, the lips. Ellipse. Mm-hmm. Not ellipse. ellipse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Ellipse. So the next morning, Richie returns the motorcycle to Grunge, uh, confronts Grunge Princess for looking for it. Of course, that's Richie's soul. Um, Grunge negs Richie for his fashion sense, which I didn't think anything was wrong with his outfit. I agree. Uh, Steve? Steve, was there something wrong with his outfit? You're very quiet. Wait, uh, I'm trying to remember what the outfit was. What was it? He's wearing like a gray suit with a lavender tie and a white shirt. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, no, yeah, no, I saw that. I was like, that looks pretty, you know, standard business. Yeah, it looked fine. Yeah. Hmm. But I, I, but I'm not a CEO. I, what would I know? Yeah. And also, this does feel, this does feel like it fits into Richie, the soul's, um, real personality that he's so particular that he's like, oh, the lavender tie actually only goes with the, you know, cerulean shirt that would not go together you guys don't wear that together but you know like he has a specific shirt it's not just about what the aesthetic is it's like the specific Mm -hmm. yeah we're starting to realize that richie's quite the fashionista yeah apparently Hmm. and apparently secretly into boobs (laughs) yes but come out with that maybe you'll get your body back yeah truly try it i'm surprised he hasn't like felt up grunge's boobs now that he's in her body she doesn't I mean, her body is beautiful, but she doesn't have like the quite the measurements he's looking for in terms of boobs. Oh, hmm. I have to say. So I guess and you also- know what you're right. That's why we're we're supposed to believe that his attraction to grunge princess is more than just boobs. Mm. Mm. He sees yeah? past her was- boobs to the person. Yeah, was that a, was that a stretch? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I think try- it's likely. I'm trying to. <laughs> I think anything is possible. Mm-hmm. Mm. You'll see what you want to see, basically. Yeah. You You'll see, see what you want to see. Or a boob guy. Mm-hmm. And I want to see dark blood. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, yes, it's coming up. Because, okay, so <laughs> Grunge Princess finally agrees to go to work, but she changes into like a very business casual look. Cute outfit. Very cute, but very different. Not suitable mm-hmm. for action acting. No, 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 not in those heels. You're going to break your ankle. Hottie is chilling on a roof, reading Dark Blood, the script, and he also... Just just hair flowing. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing. I got to say, in this moment, Hottie is a jackpot because I don't know if you noticed, but there are coins sewn into his sweater. What's that now? There were literal coins sewn into his sweater and this is the mixed media fashion statement i'm talking about oh what? my god i have yes. to go back and I need to rewatch see this, this. It i did not notice is that at all wild oh i got lost in his eyes uh, so coin. It's hard to yeah things. it's hard i guess yeah. i was so distracted by the script being called dark, dark blood, blood. <laughs> that i was like not paying attention to potential money that was sewn into his garment man hmm. it, wow what a what a risk what a reward what a reward. Mm, I hope um, it paid off. <laughs> uh, it, it did. It did. <laughs> um, but Hottie calls Grunge into his office uh, while she's wearing her cocktail hour outfit. Um, he gives her the script and he says this is a really big opportunity because this is a Hollywood script and they have a representation problem. Remember, this is 2010, pre-Crazy Rich Asians, pre-Asian August not that many Asian roles, but this is right. one of them. Mm. And she says, it's true that there are not a lot of scripts that look for Oriental actresses. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, yes, yeah. this is true. She speaks the truth. Um, Grunge doesn't want to do it, though, because she she calls it a death sentence, whatever stunt they want her to do. Oh, yeah. It was like right. driving into a straight straight on into like a truck or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Hottie thinks that Grunge is being this way because he's reacting to Hottie having a crush on her. And he tells her that he is very good at compartmentalizing business and personal and that she should not Mm -hmm. ignore this opportunity. And then, oh, Richie Rich, Richie Rich's soul does the sneakiest 
thing ever. Oh, it makes me so mad at him. Oh, yes. He schemes. And as he is in Grunge Princess's body, tells Hottie that he, she, Grunge Princess, will forget and pretend that she never knew that Hottie liked her if he never confesses his love to her. So oh yeah, sinister. This, it was painful. It was pain. I mean, our, our, our love hottie. He, he his his expressions don't waver. You know, mm-hmm. he's at a two all the time. Mm-hmm. But I did see a flash <laughs> in his eyes. I saw just a briefest the briefest glimmer of just being stabbed in the heart mm-hmm. in that moment. And yeah. I was like, hottie, the blood drained from his face. Yes. Dark to, to blood drained from his face. <laughs> it's like so. I was so yes. mad at him though because he's like uh, he's ostensibly cutting off her options. Mm. Yeah, it made me so mad that he, he would he, reject Hottie like that. Yeah, Richie Rich but, is co- yeah. totally cock blocking and just like setting up his territory. Right, because uh, remember, Richie Rich wants Grunge Princess for himself, even though he has neither the words nor the actions mm-hmm. to back it up. But question, if if a guy that you were interested was so interested in you that he was making moves to like make sure other dudes would like not approach you, like would you possibly see that as like a cute endearing thing mm-hmm. or would you no. be kind of upset? I'd be so upset. I'd be like, yeah. let me make that decision. Yeah. Don't control my life. Even though, and also, like, we're all adults. Just be direct. If you like me, if you want to talk to me, talk to me. Tell me you like me. Ask me on a date. Mm-mm. Mm. That's what I did with my boyfriend. I was like, let's go on a date. Well, I asked him if he wanted to go on a date, but I was very direct mm. and I said date. And you know what? That's how you... You are in your own body, so you are doing it right. And I am in my own body. You can do what you want mm-hmm. in your own body. Mm-hmm. You can do what you want in your own body. But yeah, I would not find that to be endearing. I would be like, why are you trying to limit my options when you are not willing to mm. take a risk here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little... It's a bit... Of, it's a. Lo- it's kind of a... It is a low... It's a low move. It's a low blow kind mm-hmm. of a move. It's just cowardly. Yeah. 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 I hated mm. it. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Don't mess with Hottie. I agree. Do not mess with Hottie. Mm-hmm. Although Hottie is also not making moves, but again, he is her boss. So yeah. He's in a weird dicey. position. Yeah. I mean, it only makes Hottie look more attractive, doesn't it? Because um, he's, like, he's respectful of the rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He wants the best for her and her career. Yes. At the end of the day. That is nice. Yes. Mm. So, meanwhile, the manager tells Blazers that John Mayer has escaped, but Blazers sneakily says she knows where he is, but won't say anything else. Uh, also, she says something strange that she's, like, fighting and hoping their fighting will help them reconcile or something like that. I'm like, girl, what? Yeah, like, I think yeah. that that, I thought that was part of her plan to, like, try to... It's so hard to keep up with what she's doing. But in that moment, I was like, oh, this is part of her plan is that like she if she and Olska were able to like really fight it out, maybe the way that they used to, that they would be able to get back to where they were, because it does seem that she's still in love with him, even though we haven't seen why she was hurt by him Mm -hmm. yet, because it seems like she was the one doing the hurting. But again, it's a K-drama. So there's a lot of layers that we're not. Yeah, it's like 12 layer chess. I don't even know what chess. that is. It's like t- 12 layers of chess. She's like playing on so many different layers. We can't even follow her, you know? I see. Yeah, I can't even play regular no, chess. No, me neither. So I'm super layer far is good behind. Enough. Yeah. So in, to sum it up, um, when Blazer says stuff like, 
you know, I'm going to be married. I'm going to marry Richie Rich, you know, those, that kind of stuff. Is that all just a ploy to get back at Oscar? <sighs> this is such a good question that the drama does not answer. <laughs> And we could not at this point expect the drama to answer. Because we have so much drama left. It creates more questions Mm -hmm. than it provides answers for. That is true. That's what Blazers is really good at. Mm -hmm. Not thinking and scheming. No. And maybe she doesn't have an end game. Maybe she's just like, I just am bored and I'm just trying to start some stuff. And so I'm just going to go around. I'm just genuinely confused as do. to what she wants. I don't know what she wants. <laughs> what does any of these people want? <laughs> like, truly. You're right. I don't know what I don't know what Richie Rich wants. Yeah. Boobs or what? I don't know. Ugh. It's hard to say. But Richie does Richie the body arrives to his department store on his motorcycle. Everyone's doing their like little bowing line to him. But he's like, no, thank you. I'm gonna take the elevator, which is very strange because we very strange. Yes. We now find out from Director Kim that Richie does have claustrophobia, and Dr. Director Kim was hoarding that information to use against him later. Is it Director which Kim is, or Director Park? Oh, Director Park. That's Director Park. I'm sorry, Director Park. <laughs> But it's really not like career ending shameful or in my opinion, shameful at all to be claustrophobic. Yeah. Like who cares? Yeah, how are you going to use I that? I mean, not like somebody? who cares, but like, yeah, like that seems like an understandable thing that you don't like is to be in small spaces. What's just, it to anybody else? Are they going to, was this plan to just trap Richie Rich into a small room and then <laughs> give me the department store? I mean, I do feel like maybe because like when you are somebody like Richie Rich, who's in a very like high esteem position, especially when you're young in that position as he is, that anything that could be perceived as weakness could be used Mm. against you or could be used as ammo to uh, let people feel like they don't need to respect you as much as as they would otherwise. Hmm. I do like the part where the camera cuts to reveal Director Park um, he's been sitting at his desk all day just practicing Richie Rich's signature. <laughs> so funny. The page full of the signatures. Oh, my God. Also, a tip I hear is that it doesn't even matter how much it looks like it. You, it just has to look effortless. Like you didn't hesitate. Mm-hmm. That's the trick yeah. to oh, forging a signature. That's true. Mm-hmm. I, I'd say that's uh, that's how I try to practice forging signatures. Uh-oh. Hmm. when i forge signatures i'm very meticulous about it so that's probably why i always get caught mm. you always get caught <laughs> I, oh, no. I take a i take a i take a ruler out oh no and I measure everything by the millimeter oh. oh and it takes a really long time i don't do it anymore because it wasn't <laughs> it just like simply wasn't worth mm-hmm. the hassle yeah it sounds like mm. at that point just get their signature i mean at that point just you know d- don't do mm-hmm. it <laughs> don't do it don't do it So Richie gets called by Grunge Princess to come to this meeting about John Mayer. And the manager is there and he's like, John Mayer has run away. You can sue us, Richie Rich, because he didn't fulfill the romantic getaway prize. But Grunge Princess says uh, she knows where John Mayer is. He's in the Duke Mountains. The manager clocks this as strange because, like, why would she know? But also, why is she at this meeting? Right. Um. But Richie Rich, who is, of course, Grunge Princess's soul, offers to take responsibility for John Mayer uh, and, like, is like, don't worry about it. And he tells um, Grunge Princess that John Mayer took Richie's car and Grunge Princess reports the car is stolen. 
Meanwhile, John Mayer is on a strangely empty golf course listening to music. He flashbacks to an old date between him and Blazers. You know, it's old because she has bangs. Um, yeah, she's rocking a serious wig. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and he does that thing where he like gets behind her to teach her how to golf, you know, like where you could like get behind someone's hips or mm. whatever. Golf is all about the hips. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. It is not. I took golf lessons as a child. <laughs> it's not. It is not. Um, what is golf about? Uh, good question. I don't remember. <laughs> if you know the answer, yes, call into the please show. Please let us know. I mean, honestly, probably at this point, boobs is what it's about, you know? Mm. Who could say? Yeah. Uh, but she tricked him. She actually can play and they have a very romantic kiss. Uh, he goes, he goes, can I be bad? Yes. And I was like, ooh, yeah. how bad are we talking? <laughs> a very just, innocent kiss. It's just kiss. a kiss. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A ooh. very innocent ooh. kiss. So bad. Against a beautiful mm-hmm. backdrop. When no yes. one else is around. So they're yeah. completely in private. Mm-hmm. Um, but that reverie is interrupted because the police who are dressed not in uniform come to... Re- <laughs> they seem very... I was like, is the gang back? Yeah. That's what I thought too. <laughs> like, yeah. They look like thugs, but they have come to arrest John Mayer for stealing the car. There may have been a and little it, bit of a social commentary about how there's little difference between petty thugs and police oh, officers. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, little yeah. thematic. They, mm, yeah. Little zinger there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Grunge, Princess, and Richie Rich are waiting in the police station while Blazers runs into the lobby because, remember, she says she knows where John Mayer is. They tell – the lobby workers tell her that John Mayer has been picked up by the police. So she goes to the police station um, and they decide, so they're all at the police station because John Mayer has been arrested and the rest are waiting for him. And Grunge Princess says that they should lock him up, even though the police say it's a family member, a uh, family, uh, matter. John, uh, Grunge Princess is like, no, 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 lock him up. Lock him up. Sorry, that just popped in my head. <laughs> <laughs> I got distracted by that. Um, and then Grunge Princess is staring at him outside the, like the gates of the jail cell and she brings up this bet and says to him that she'll let everything go if john mayer agrees to give up grunge princess and then they're like also flashing back and forth between it being richie the body Mm -hmm. and being grunge the body but richie the soul and again i was like Oh my God. Uh, well, if we're who needs thinking it? the honesty thing, then Richie is being honest because he's admitting that Grunge Princess is important to him. So maybe that's why he flashed back briefly to his own body. I don't know. That makes sense. Mm, yeah. That makes sense. And the easy thing for John Mayer to do would say to be to say, yes, okay, you get Grunge Princess. I don't care. But twist John Mayer says that Grunge Princess is also important to him and refuses to let her go. What? But Why? I didn't, I didn't feel like that was so much. I, I think that's, again, like John Mayer getting a little bit caught up in things and not knowing quite what he wants in his soul. Yes. Like, I was like, you you don't have any actual feelings for Grunge Princess. No. He respects her as a person way more and values her as a person way more. But he's not, like, in love with her or anything. It feels like right. he did it to get back at Blazers and also Richie Rich a little bit. Agreed. Definitely to get back at Blazers because she is also in the jail cell. What? Yeah, why are they there? They should not yeah. be allowed back there. No. 
yeah, I'm surprised it's not just a matter between Richie Rich's body, because that's what people see, and Oscar. But instead, you have Grunge Princess kind of calling the shots here. Yeah, right. not family. And she, yeah, she's not family with them, and she managed to get the police to put Oscar in jail <laughs> yeah. for a family matter that was between two people that she has no relation yeah. to. Yeah. Also, she so she's ostensibly the one who's telling. John Mayer to let her go and he's like nah <laughs> like but she's like no you know like if he, all he's seeing is that yeah she's that's saying a good no. point that's a good point oh my gosh that would be so strange if because yeah you're right John Mayer is seeing grunge princess saying you need to let me go mm-hmm. oh man so is is this Oscar John Mayer kind of also giving a little fan service to what who he thinks is Grunge Princess? Oh. Like, I don't ever let my fans down. Cuz he loves to No, perform. I think he does. I think he but but his he 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 didn't like do like the the turning on the performance that That's he true. usually mm-hmm. does. This like more I think that felt, felt like I think that he's maybe gotten a little bit lost. Um, and I do think that Kathy is right that he just wants to get back at grunge pr- or at um, Blazers. Blazers? Mm. And I also think that there are some continuity character things. This may be one of them. Yeah. Mm. But you know what? If you're, if body switches are happening, then who's to say that you just start doing weird shit yourself? Mm. You know, like, I don't know how I would be if I switched bodies with somebody. I don't know if I could be myself whatever that even means anymore i also just had a thought what if the secret garden is boobs the garden Uh of boobs Mm -hmm. that's the secret victoria's victoria's secret Secret garden that's victoria's secret (gasps) oh my gosh did we just solve this korean drama we solved it. Wow. But we have 13 the- more hours to go. Well, which yeah. is how, because we it's already how. solved it. Yeah. We solved the bones. Mm-hmm. We solved the witch. Mm-hmm. We solved the garden. Mm-hmm. It's solved. What else? Get- Maybe it's a 13 hour Oscar concert. Oh, I'd be down. Different hair Likewise. styles per hour. Oh, love mm-hmm. it. I, at this one, I'm just looking forward to a hottie fashion show, <gasps> like a runway, just different outfits. Different currencies. Or like a, Love a workout montage, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. Hottie basically does shoot a music video without music mm-hmm. every time he appears. Yeah. He does. All of the shots of him look like also they could appear uh, in a karaoke, like the background of a karaoke. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, well, God. we'll see. We'll see which we one see. it is. Yeah. It's one of those mm-hmm. ones that we be. just said. One of those. Le- less answers, more questions. Mm-hmm. The train As is usual. going. Yep, yep. Um, let's be. Let's. You know what's funny? Actually, I just realized. I think we talk about the episode longer than the actual episode is. <laughs> I That's think a very least, K-drama thing. Yeah. yeah. At least as long yes. as the episode is. Yeah. I think we are the perfect people to watch K-dramas. <laughs> for that yeah, yeah. When the flashbacks, when the flashbacks last longer than the actual, you know, scene. Mm-hmm. That's a K-drama. And we don't even take time to brood like no. they do. 
No. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're like moving through mm-hmm. it. We have we're no blazers. Time to we're blazers mm-hmm. level folks. Never blinking. That's right. Don't we are blink. not blinking. We're on a mission. Mm-hmm. We're not sure what the mission is, but we are going to accomplish mm-hmm. it. That's right. And uh, I don't know. What can I say? I think we've covered it for episode <laughs> yeah, seven. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, everyone listening, thanks for tuning in uh, to our podcast that's longer than the actual show. Mm-hmm. Um, signing out. <laughs> this is Steve. This is Kathy. This is Cam. And have a good night or day. Or day or, or afternoon. Oh. Whatever's in your schedule. Have a good. Have a nice time. Mm-hmm. Bye have bye. Have a good. <laughs> bye bye. Thanks for listening to the Korean Drama Podcast. Our producer is Marvin Yue. And our executive producers are Will Choi, Bill Yu, and Joanna Lee. Follow the Korean Drama Podcast on Twitter at Korean Drama Pod. And if you haven't, give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. The Korean Drama Podcast is part of the Potluck Podcast Collective a collective of Asian-American hosted podcasts featuring unique voices and stories from the Asian diaspora. Learn more about Potluck and our fellow Potluck podcasts at podcastpotluck.com. Hey, Brian. Did you go to Saturday school as a kid? I sure did. Did you? Totally. Well, at our podcast, Saturday School, we don't teach a language, but we pass along the culture that we do know. And that's Asian American pop culture. Ada is a journalist, and I'm a professor and film festival programmer. We've watched a lot of great Asian American movies, and we want you to watch them too. Come listen to us as we look back at the pioneering films that have led us to today. 